this week on the Time Bat Show. Let me tell you my thoughts of the latest Kanye West album <laughs> without listening to it. It's episode 162 of the Time Bat Show, and we're on high alert. This episode is all the panic episode of the Time Bat Show, right? Yeah. We're locked down in a secure facility, i.e. my apartment in your house. Yes, and no one will know where we are. Yes. Oh, and the dog I'm babysitting came up to me like right as I yelled, ah. Hello. You're here to keep me company at least. How are you holding up over there in, at the coronavirus, with the coronavirus spreading like wildfire and everyone freaking out? How's life? I can't stop hearing about it all day. And you know what? That makes me want to talk about it to everybody. So I'm like, I feel like the panic gets into me and it, it makes does. me want to make others panic. The problem is that the more you hear about it, the more you like want to hear more about it. And then it just yeah. like, it's like a vicious cycle. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's all I can think about. Uh, I'm trying to d- distract myself, but it's tough. It's tough to do. You know. I don't know. Yeah. Are you on like I, on Twitter or like Google News all day, like refreshing the page constantly? Yeah, Twitter, Google News. I have some uh, Discord groups I join that are yeah. dedicated to reporting. Are you serious? What What sports team decided not to What's do anything anymore? Everything's getting canceled. Yeah. Like, everything. It's kind of wild. So, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, so I think what would be interesting is if we said how coronavirus is affecting, like, the the people around us personally. Like, what's happening in your neighborhood with coronavirus? What are they doing? Well, in our neighborhood, nothing's really happening in my neighborhood. Everyone's like, neighborhood is okay. Work is the one that's freaking out. Like, a lot of workplaces in the area are kind of, like, preparing to work from home and, you know, shit like that. Um, but no one is, like, I don't know. I feel like what is happening, is, at least especially in Texas, since Texas hasn't been hit really hard. It's mostly California and uh, Washington State. But I feel like in Texas, we're all kind of doing that, like... You know in the end of Good and the Bad and the Ugly when all the three characters are in that Mexican standoff and they're like waiting for one of them to pull the trigger and shoot the other one? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? I feel like companies in Texas are doing that. They're like waiting for someone else to make a move. You know what I mean? So we're just like, oh, let's just wait and see what happens. And if someone else does some big thing, then we'll follow suit to not look bad, you know? Yeah. So that's what's like going on over here. But there have been murmurs of like, oh, maybe we'll have to work from home for a little, like, couple weeks or something. But what about you? It's really similar here. Uh, we've we've gotten to the point, though, where a couple people have made the first moves because, you know, I live in Florida and yeah. Tampa is one of the one of the areas that it's happening yeah. pretty bad. It's overrun. At. Well, not overrun, but yeah. Not overrun, stuff. but so public schools have closed down there, which mm-hmm. is... I think like one of the most serious things that can happen because yeah. you know then people 
can't work even if their jobs are open because their kids are going to someone has to watch the kids right like it's impossible so they have to work from home in my direct neck of the woods though we haven't gotten any you know notice of you know you're gonna have to work from home or anything but they did pass around bottles of hand sanitizer today at the end of the day well that's good because it's impossible to find so you got that for you yeah i think they're leftover from a trade show that was like 10 years ago or something it's probably expired (laughs) are they big are they large (laughs) they're like hotel sized oh oh, so they're really small yeah it was it's it's a it's letting us know that they're like thinking about it though it's better than nothing though is it maybe not not. (laughs) so what would you do you think your company would ever be like hey work from home Uh, i tell you i i have no idea you don't know. Do you think you could work from home? I could, but the, could. a lot of the company, no. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, where I work, it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make, you know, we might make you work from home, but I don't know that's how that's going to work either, because, like, I could technically work from home, but, like, it's going to be hard, like, doing my job from home. Like, not very productive, you know, because, right. like... The technology that I would have to use to do it is kind of a pain in the ass. So, I don't know. It's going to be weird if that if that happens, you know. Yeah. I don't know. We've got all our universities closed. And I think, I think like, K-12 through schools are going to follow suit, suit pretty soon. You mm-hmm. know, all the major sports teams have, have closed. Yeah. It's totally wild. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. No, me neither. This is wild. It, I, I messaged you today. I was like, this kind of reminds me of a hurricane week. Yes. When we grew up in Florida, <laughs> we had these like hurricane weeks. And that what would happen is our hurricane is projected to hit our neck of the woods. And we basically had to prepare to either evacuate or hunker down and just stay at home without power for an amount of time. And I remember there was one when I was in like fifth or sixth grade. We might have known each other then. We might have not. I don't remember. But I remember, like, the hurricane wasn't that bad, but it was bad enough that, like, they were like, oh, it's definitely going to, like, kill the power. So what ended up happening is they closed down schools for, like, a week or two weeks or something like that. And the hurricane, like, it was one of those that was, like, slowly moving up the East Coast. So they, like, preemptively canceled school for, like, a week or two. And what happened is I stayed at home for, like, a week without power. And you just kind of listen to the radio and you're like... Well, when am I going to get power back? And you just have no idea the extent of the damage the hurricane has done because you really shouldn't be leaving your home during this time because yeah. everything's down and there's probably trees upended and stuff. And so you're just kind of waiting there and it feels like the apocalypse and you're just like, I might be able to like go back to school next week. I might not. There's really no way of knowing because you know, you're limited in how fast they're going to be able to bring the power back up. And it kind of feels like that. We're just kind of bracing for that, like, moment where we're going to have to just kind of suck it up and be like, okay, I'm just at home for an extended period of time, and I have no idea how long I'm going to be here for. Yeah. You know? It does feel really, really similar to that to me, too, because, I mean, I think at this point, everybody knows that it's going to get a lot worse. Before it gets better. It's coming. Yeah. And... We just have to 
you know, figure and figure it out. The uncertainty is really killing me because that's where I'm all my anxiety like lies because I'm like, well, how bad is it going to get? Like, how long is it going to go? You know, how is my lifestyle going to have to change in order to do, to deal with this? And like, if I knew all the answers to these questions, even if it was all really bad answers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would be able to at least cope with it and be like, okay, I can manage this. I can figure this out. But the uncertainty of how much it's going to screw stuff up is like really giving me anxiety, you know? And that's the part yeah. that kills me. So, and yeah, I have no idea. And I think anybody that does have any ideas keeping really quiet about it for right now. Yeah. And as they should. I mean, I think it would be a bad idea for anyone in a position of power to be either optimistic or pessimistic about it, because either of those things is going to cause reactions from society that are bad. If we're too optimistic, people are going to not take it seriously. If we're too pessimistic, then people are going to panic and do stupid shit. And that'll make it even worse. So you just got to be like, well, we're going to figure it out. And be like, okay. You know. So has your family texted you about coronavirus oh, yet? Oh, yeah. My mom called me yesterday. She was yeah. like, get supplies, you know. And so I tried to get supplies. And, like, the thing that I get when I'm in a survival situation yeah, what'd is. what'd you get? I, what I tried to get was tuna, canned tuna. Because I think that's the number one survival thing. Because you can just yeah. eat that forever. But they were out of the canton at the store. So I got soup. Like, I didn't get good stuff. They were all out of it, you know? What like, kind of soup did you get? I don't oh, know. No. Like, chicken noodle or something? I don't know. Like, I just didn't get good stuff. But yeah, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You know? Everyone, it's out, they're out of canton. That was my thing, you know? That was my one thing. You know? So I got peanut butter. And I got That's canned soup. good, I think. And I got bread that I froze. And I don't know what else to do. Canned tuna was like my go-to. What did you do? I haven't done anything yet. Oh, great. Good, <laughs> good job. <laughs> well, it's too late now. It's too late for you. You'll go to the store. There'll be nothing there. I'm planning on going to the store this weekend, but I'm sure it's going to be all cleaned out by the end of yeah. the by the end of, by the week end of the week because people are freaking out. Like what I should have done is gone Tuesday, but the day they announced that it was a pandemic, I was like, "Well, it's too late to prepare now." Like, yeah, <laughs> panic buying has already started. It's it's over. And then but, they went on the TV and they were like, "Okay, no one's allowed to leave the country anymore." Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we're, we're done. It's over now. It's like, and we're panicking. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and we're panicking, and it's too late. Yeah, and the problem. Now people are buying toilet paper in bulk, and it's impossible to find toilet paper anywhere. Have you heard about this? I haven't experienced this, no. Luckily, I have enough to last me, like, probably a good month. But after that, I mean, people that need toilet paper right now cannot find any. It's impossible. That's kind of scary. Because once you're in a toilet paper, society collapses. I'm pretty sure that's the first thing to go. You know? Because toilet paper, I... I couldn't survive without it. Personally. Toilet paper really separates us from the animals, if you think yeah. about it. You know, you're absolutely it, right. It is the linchpin of our civilized society. Toilet paper, really. You know, like the bath, the, how we utilize bathrooms is the linchpin of our society. Like, that's what separates us from the animals. Like, when did we feel like civilization started you know what i mean like modern not modern but like when do you think was the turning point in civilization most people say like rome right 
Yeah. The reason is because they had running water. They had the aqueduct. You know, they had toilets. That was the thing, right? Yeah, I mean, you had language way before that, but yeah, that's but not civilization. That like, was like <laughs> when civilization started, when you got, like, water and you were able to have a bathhouse and toilets. That's when it really... That's when we were like, yep, now civilization has started. And once we lose that, I fear for the worst, really. You know, It makes me think of a Star Trek episode where, you know, the prime directive, it, it doesn't let you interfere in their society as long as they're an intelligent species. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Picard going to a planet and being like, well, they don't use toilet paper, so it doesn't <laughs> really count. Like, they're not there yet. So no. let's just, they're not advanced. Let's do some experiments it. on them. It doesn't they don't matter. Know about toilet paper. It's like the they're toilet basically paper. basically plants, you know? It's like the toilet paper principle. Like yeah. if they don't have the technology to make toilet paper yet or an equivalent, then they're like, they're not advanced enough to to call themselves a civilization yeah it's funny but anyway the rest of the world is doing decently well with this virus it's just we're not doing so hot i mean italy and the united states are not doing good but uh china has mostly contained and south korea is doing very well i don't know if you saw the article i posted yeah i did i i didn't really read it but South Korea is when I first sort of heard about the virus slash took it seriously. Uh-huh. Like, because I don't pay attention to anything in China. So when it was going on there, I, I wasn't even looking at it. Yeah. It's like, whatever. And right. it doesn't affect me. But when it hit South Korea, you're like, oh, shit. When it hit South Korea, they immediately canceled all live performances for Starcraft, which I watch every week. Yeah, immediately. Immediately. Like, they, they, they took acted- it super... Yeah, they acted very quickly, and they've contained it mostly. And now every day, like, the cases... The, there's new cases every day still, but they're going down. They've been going down for, like, a week. And yeah. so they they think they have it decently contained. Like, they're still keeping precautions and, you know, doing what they need to do. But they're doing surprisingly well. And I was reading the article, and it's just because they're doing, like, clever... They're just doing creative things. Like, they were having two-day... Two every day they had two media briefings about the state of the coronavirus in south korea and they started instituting uh drive-through testing facilities and they've converted like community centers into uh hospitals or quarantine zones so if mm-hmm. the hospitals get too full people can go there instead and like treatment centers so they've just done things that like helped people you know, alleviate, and they like handed out masks so that everyone wears a mask all the time, even if you're not sick or even if you are, just to have it. You know, and yeah. you know, just a series of smart steps that they've taken that have really helped a lot. And yeah, it doesn't seem like we've done any of those things. Yeah, when I was watching the StarCraft, they have this like ceremony where they choose opponents in every tournament, mm-hmm. and they kind of joke around with each other when they go through this process. And one thing I noticed was that, like, all the all the dialogue and all the, like, jokes and everything were about coronavirus. And they were all wearing masks. And really? it was like, yeah, yeah, this is something we're dealing with every day here. But we're not taking it too seriously. But yeah. we're, we're thinking about it. Yeah. I don't know. I got a really cool, like, we have it really together. We have it under kind control. Of we're not fe- freaking them, out. From them. And I yeah. think it's because the government, like, they... They, like, addressed it really early on, and they were very... They've been very transparent with the population. And whereas in America, it's kind of been like... 
no one has really talked about it until it got really bad. You know, like last week is when it start people started really talking about it a lot. And now this week it's just like exploded because we've realized like, oh, we're screwed, you know? Yeah. But if we'd started talking about it when we had the first case like a month ago, like the government, then we probably would have been better off because people would have been aware of what to do and what to not do and stuff. But yeah, it's too late now. Um, so yeah, I really don't know what's going to happen. I think our, our like culture with problems in America is just ignore it. And if it's a really serious problem, it'll become unmanageable, and then yeah. we can let everyone and then, know. And then we'll have to deal with it. It's like, ignore <laughs> yeah. it until it's impossible to ignore anymore, and then address it. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I think we'll be okay. It's just, at what cost? you know? And I was talking to you about this recently, and this kind of scares me. And I'm glad they're shutting down schools, and events and making people work from home and all those steps they're taking to contain the virus. But I fear that we're doing it so late in the game that it's basically shutting, we're shutting down everything like at once. Like it's like we're flipping the breaker, you know what I mean? As opposed to like turning off a couple power outlets, you know what I mean? It's just like, we're just cutting the whole power at once. (laughs) You know what I mean? Instead of just being like, Oh, let's try to manage the power. We're just like, flip! And I don't know what the ramifications of that are going to be on the health of the country, if you will. You know, because, like, shutting all these things down all at the same time is, like, really bad. You know? you yeah, know? it's not it's good. Not good. And if we rolled it out kind of slowly as needed, like, starting a month ago, it would have been, I feel like it would have been a much less painful thing. Whereas doing it all at once, I don't know the unforeseen circ- the unforeseen consequences of this. You know, so many people are going to be out of work. So many people are going to not have access to things they normally have access to because everything's closed. Children are going to have to stay at home, and their parents are going to have to stay at home with them. Like so many things are going to like stop at the same time. Whereas if we had like a slow rollout, we could kind of adapt to it as we go. And it just kind of scares me because. I know our society is not good with immediate change like that. Yeah. And not being able to get what you need, like, instantly. We're not very good at yeah. and the, that whole being thing, patient with that. That scares me. I don't know. So, and you know, <clears throat> once everybody goes inside at home, they're all going to get on the internet. And you know what they're going to do. They're all going to talk about the virus all yeah. at the same time. All the time. And then that's what's going to happen. Out. Like yeah. when you send everyone home from school and home from work, all those college kids and little, like, you know, children and adults, they all get online and talk about it. And it's going to cause more panic. And I think, like, one really bad scenario that I've am dreading is. Everybody using the internet like this, what if it just goes down and... The internet? Yeah, what if it goes down? So, if the... I had a thought... I had, like, a nightmare last night about this. Because if... If we all start working from home and, you know, not going to school and doing all these, like, electronic... Because a lot of people are trying to take up take up the slack, like, electronically. Like, let's do e-learning and e-work from home and shit like that. Yeah. If a... If a rival power decided to take our internet down oh, in Jesus. this month, we would be absolutely screwed. Like, beyond my wildest imagination. And I don't want to panic people, but 
If I were, uh, well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> if I were in front of someone. <laughs> but seriously, how, fr- I mean, that's fright. That's a frightening thought right there. You know, it is taking all these things down when we need them, especially because the internet is going to be the way we get updates on this thing. And it's the way we're going to continue to survive, like ordering things on Amazon and, you know, uh, getting our news and continuing our work and continuing our education or whatever. Uh, and keeping us sane, like the internet sane. is what keeps you inside. People yeah. will go outside if you turn off the internet, and everybody outside is bad. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what we're gonna do if we didn't have that. Uh, yeah. and that scares me like a lot. Um, but I think we'll be okay. I think, I think we'll we'll have to work from home for a little while, and everyone will be self-contained. But it's gonna be really really weird for like and it's going to be growing pains we're going to have to get used to it but it's going to be weird and the thing that scares me the most in this whole situation is i don't know how long it's going to be weird for yeah and it could be two weeks that's like the very low estimate it's not going to be two weeks that's the very low estimate of being like oh yeah work from home until the end of march you know but i don't think it's going to be that short and if it's longer then what happens then? You know, when does life return to normal? Uh, and that uncertainty is scary. It's very scary. If hurricane preparedness has taught me anything, uh, just as important as toilet paper and like tuna and you know all the other stuff people are hoarding, you need to get some VHS copies of The Lion King to watch. That's for, important. That's yes. You can't survive a hurricane you without can't. a VHS copy yes, of the true. Lion King, or a, like, and probably Aladdin. You probably need like two or three Disney movies in there. Yeah, Lion King being one of them. Uh, yeah, VHS like really old ones in the white like packaging that like popped out. Remember the plastic? Oh yeah, thing. Oh yeah, it's true. You need it. But like, what I'm interested in is like, let's say we all start working from home, okay? Even though there's, it's it's impossible that some people are going to work from home. Some people are just going to have to not come to work, which I don't think they can do, but whatever. Uh, let's say they figure it out somehow. We all start working from home. Are we still going to the store? Like, I still need to get food and stuff. Like, what do I, what do we do then, you know? Is it just a matter of like, Oh, don't go out in a public when there's a lot of people. But if there's, like, some people, it's fine. You know? I I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> you see what I mean, though? Like, yeah. is going to the store still okay? Is going, like, drive through to get food still okay? You know, like, Someone's got to make your <laughs> Yeah, burger, someone's got to make it, though. Like, what happens then? Like, they can't work from home. They're at the drive through Like... You see what I mean? With, like, if everything goes off at the same time, we can't do anything. Nothing is there, you know? So grocery stores are going to stop to be open. And if they're not, we're completely screwed. I am. I go to Publix every two days. I never have anything I need, ever. Right. And I spend so much time open, in the grocery store. Let's say restaurants are open. But in order for restaurants to be open, workers have to work them, which means that they're not at home. So it's like... We have something's got to give here. People have to work in order for us to survive, you know. And yeah. maybe they're just canceling large events. Maybe that's all it'll be you know? for now. Work, yeah, I think work so. from home and don't go to any large social gatherings. <sighs> Which I guess is a way to do it. I mean, it's going to still spread that way because people have to go places. 
eat and stuff, you know, to get food and to do things. People that work from home or have the capacity to work from home, I think a big number of them rely on people that can't work from home to oh, be able yeah. to work from home. Yes, that's, and that's what I think. And yeah. that's why it's so weird that I keep seeing like, oh, just tell everyone to work from home. It's like, that's not going to work. Do you know how much of the population has is impossible to work from home? Like, yeah. sure, you can get all the people in tech or whatever to work from home, but all the people that are working at restaurants or working at construction or working in pretty much any other industry they can't work from home they have to be there and do they just stop working working? i can't work from home like my job (laughs) relies on people to lay cables and stuff right so it's like yeah it's impossible so something's got to give and that's weird too because then it's like all right everyone work from home except you guys because you guys are too important to the uh, backbone of the civilization (laughs) You're doing you know, good work. Thanks. thanks We're not going to give you a raise. Don't but. get coronavirus while you're out there, yeah. which is shitty. But I don't know. Man, it's going to be weird. It's going to be super weird. If you get it, if you get coronavirus, have you thought about what you would do? I would be excited if I got coronavirus. Me too. I'd be so stoked in you a would? weird way. Yeah. I would be happy because it wouldn't. Well, okay. I wouldn't be happy when I got it, but. Near the end of the illness, I'd be really happy. I'd be like, this is the best thing that could have happened to me if I recover. Hopefully I recover. Um, but because then I would be okay. I could be, I could go anywhere I want. My restrictions would be lifted. I wouldn't have to worry about it in my capacity anymore. I'd still have to worry about it for you know everyone else and society as a whole. But that's one less thing I have to think about. Yeah. Getting the really good thing about getting coronavirus early is that you can help make it better for everybody else who doesn't have it yet yeah. or who's at risk for it. Like if I got coronavirus personally, I would go help out like after I was healed, of course, I would go help out at places if I could. Because yeah, then you can't get it anymore. I can't get it. I wouldn't even wear a mask. I'd be like, honestly, we should just I mean, this is like a totalitarian thing, but what you should really do is just give everyone coronavirus in waves, you know, just do 10 percent of the population gets it this these two weeks and then they're, you know, they're quarantined for two weeks and then this 10 percent and then you just keep going and then eventually it's gone and you don't take and you do that so that you just like ensure that those people are going to be healthy in two weeks, you know, and so they can go back to the workforce and they won't have to worry about. Uh, you know what I mean? You're you're kind of creating yeah. a you're creating a controlled spread of coronavirus, if you will. That's a really good idea, actually. It's Just a do ten percent. No, it's an excellent idea. idea but, but and you should only do it to people who are between the ages of like drafting age. Like that's yeah. the new draft. Yeah, it's the same thing. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not a lawyer or anything, but I think maybe. If I were a lawyer, you could try to argue that the draft bill, you could make it like, do you know what I'm the trying to say? The coronavirus draft, yeah. if you will. Like, you're a, you're a young man of fighting age. Uh, you need to help your country and you get, get the <laughs> and then get the coronavirus. You need to get it so that you can help everybody and be, you know, immune. Uh, but you're immune afterwards. You it's know? your duty to your country <laughs> to be injected. With this disease. <laughs> this sounds so dark. 
but it would help. It re- I think it would. Is it darker than the draft? I don't even know. Like, you're no. not going to die if you're between 18 Actually, and 35. Actually, that's true. Uh, is it darker than the draft? Because the draft has a higher likelihood to kill you than the coronavirus much, draft. Much higher. I said this is a joke, but I'm starting to think it's an okay idea. This is a... Okay. Pre-existing medical conditions, we won't touch you yeah. if you're in a high... You have to have a good. You have to have good health. Yeah, if you're a big college man, you know you're making. You're on a really great path in your life. We won't touch you. Kind of similar to the draft. Eh, I but, don't know about that. Let's give it to them too. You gotta be. You gotta be. You know. Gotta give it to everybody. Okay. If, yeah. if you're health compromised, you don't get it. But everyone else gets it. You know. Yeah, eighteen and thirty-five. I don't know what the ages for the draft were, but whatever they were. Yeah, I think it was like 18 to 45, actually. But, yeah, I know what you mean. And then you just kind of roll it out. <laughs> Slowly. But then in like in like a couple months, everyone is good. Right? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's good in a couple months. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. It's an awesome idea. You just create a government workforce <laughs> and any bu- business that needs help... <laughs> Oh, yes. You know? They get moved. It's like temp. Temp agency. It's they create a giant big. government temp agency with temp workers <laughs> that do this, that, that help the companies out when they lose 20% of their workforce every two weeks. Whatever. Uh, Monster gets like a $1 trillion contract with the government to like assign people. Monster.com. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or like indeed.com yep yep they like select people it's kind of like who like if we had like a arc to save the human race it's kind of a similar thing to that like who are we choosing you know for that but this is a this is a terrible and good idea at the same time uh are you ready for your first trivia question yes i'm ready all your trivia today is health trivia isn't that so fitting yes um so everything is health. Your first question: What lifeline would you like? I'll choose fifty-fifty for my first one. All right, cool. Uh, a small village in what country is the healthiest place place in the world? Is it A. Japan, B. China, C. Panama, or D. Papua New Guinea? Small village in what country is the healthiest place in the world? Japan, China, Panama, New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Healthiest in the world. Yep. Uh, I have no idea. I, th- I would have guessed Africa if you told me really? to guess. Yeah. Really? I don't know. I imagine people there being healthy for some reason. Mm-hmm. In some parts. In other parts, no. But yeah. I'll use my 50-50. Okay. It's either Japan or Panama. <clears throat> is Okinawa in Japan? I think so. Because that's where Mr. Miyagi's from, and I can... <laughs> <laughs> I see. I could, uh, I could see him coming from the healthiest place. Sure. Absolutely. He, he can do that rubbing hands healing. Oh, yeah. Technique. Wax on, wax off. Mm. Stuff. Japan uh, or Panama? Panama can't be the healthiest. Maybe. Can't. It's too close to America to be <laughs> the healthiest. 
<laughs> I like that logic. I think my lo- I'll go with the place that's furthest from America. So uh, Japan. Final answer. Japan is incorrect. It is Damn. actually Panama. Your logic is funny though. Like it's too close to America. Yeah, apparently there's like a really small village in Panama that's like out in the middle of nowhere. That's like super healthy though. So, yeah, healthiest population. So there you go. That's the healthiest. So hopefully the coronavirus won't hit them because you know they're super healthy. But what are you gonna do? Ugh, I'm sorry. This is like all like we can talk about. It's like so. There's so much to say about it. Do you know what it's kind of like? I mean, you said it before, but. Now everybody gets to have the Hurricane Week with us, so we get yeah. to talk about it everywhere. It's Hurricane Week 24-7. Yeah, everywhere in the whole world. <laughs> it's Hurricane... It's Global Hurricane Week this week. <laughs> uh, yep. It's like Hurricane Month, really. Or Hurricane Year, oh God, I don't know. Oh, that's the scariest part. Is this going to be like a whole year thing? I hope not. Oh God, wouldn't that be so bad? They should give it a better name than coronavirus. Do you know they named the hurricanes like Shelly or... Yeah, Margaret. Uh, Margaret or something? Yeah. What should we name the coronavirus? Should it be a scary name or like a nice name? Kind of like a hurricane name. Like, Just, like Bernice? Yeah, something you would name a, a dog if you like really liked dogs. Like kind of a human name. Mm. Uh, I kind of like Shelly. Shelly's good. Genevieve. Genevieve. That's a little too fancy, don't you think? Jenny. (laughs) Just Jenny, right? Uh, This is a a pandemic Jenny. Yeah, just Jenny. It doesn't sound too scary, but it still sounds like, you know, it's a virus. Virus Jenny. Pandemic Jenny. I don't know. (sighs) So, do you think, like... This is a weird question. Just it's cool. Do you think your lifestyle is going to change like significantly in the next three months because of this? Um, it's hard to say. You know. Yeah. It is. It, it depends in, entirely on that supply chain thing we talked about, and if it collapses or not. Yeah, because if it collapses, my lifestyle will change dramatically. Dramatically. Because sure. I like to go to the grocery store okay. a lot. So let's yeah. say the supply chain doesn't collapse. Somehow it's still intact. Mm-hmm. And the only real change is there are no big public events and you have to work from home. Like, those are the two things. Yeah. Uh, do you think people stop? Like, if those are the two mandates, right? Work from home and there will be no large-scale public events anymore for until we decide that they're good. Do you think people will stop going out of their house you know what I mean? Like, do you think people will self-impose that rule on themselves? Like, I'm not gonna. I'm leaving my house. I'm not leaving my house. You, you I think, know. I think a lot of people will, especially older people. So this is where I'm where I'm getting at. Like, do you think life for the next however many months will become go to work, come home, sleep, go to work, come home, sleep, go to work, come home, sleep. One day a week, you take the chance. You go to the store. You get stuff. You come back, and then you repeat it. Because that sounds incredibly boring, and I would, like, I would lose it. I would mentally lose it, you know? You know what I mean? I know what you mean, but even if it was that, I've done that before. It's not that bad. I know, but I would lose it. I would lose it. I would get so... 
yeah. depressed. Yeah, I, granted, I was very depressed when I did that, but like, you know. Yeah, it, I don't think normal people could handle that, though. I don't think so, too. I think weird stuff would start happening. I think so, too. I think people get really restless and they'd start doing really stupid shit. Yeah. Uh, do you know what no. we should do? Do you know what would help with that? Yeah. We what? need <laughs> we need to legalize marijuana and just like immediately and just give it to everybody. Uh, that's fantastic. That's a fantastic idea. It really is because what are you gonna do in your house other than that? You know, you're gonna fight with your family. Yeah. So just legalize it, pass it out, just let it let it go, let us go. You know what I mean? Let us go. Yeah. And then everyone will have a really chill couple months yeah you know? just stay at home watch some lion king on vhs and <laughs> yeah <laughs> eat over some and over. canned tuna without and any toilet again. paper oh i don't know if i can have any tuna though because it's all out it's gone god i need i need to get tuna i need to get like a giant thing of tuna i need to go on amazon and see if they have any tuna left and if they have like giant 24 pack or something i'm gonna buy it so you know idea. what i mean Right? Do you know what I thought about buying today? Hmm. Uh, I would like to have an amateur radio so that That's if the internet idea. goes out, I could still at least like talk to you. If, if you, you buy one. one, can you link me what you get? Because I'll buy one too. The problem is, is you need a license, and I never got a license. So oh, we would have to operate illegally. <laughs> I mean, operating an amateur radio illegally during the coronavirus outbreak is like the last of my worries, though. But yeah. I see what you mean. I mean, what are they going to do? Like, <laughs> they can arrest us. <laughs> <laughs> they're closing the jails, dude. They closed. Are they? Cl- they're closed them in Italy and stuff. How does that work? They, te- they just they're let like, the go prisoners home. out. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Isn't that a bad idea? I. Because jails are there because you know the people in the jail are not supposed to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point of the jail. Yeah, they're not supposed to be um, outside. But That's kind of the, the the jail thing. That's the whole thing with jails. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Man, that's weird. Well, like, if one inmate gets the virus, the whole jail gets it instantly. Like, the same day, probably. But the advantage there is they don't leave the jail already, so... But people have to work there to make sure they don't, you know. Well, then you just impose a very strict uh, routine for the people that work at the jail, you know. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, isolate them. But th- you'd go crazy. They they would become prisoners. Well, you know, <laughs> gotta take one for the teams <laughs> sometimes in the coronavirus outbreak epidemic. It's true. God, what are we going to do? We have more jails than anyone, too. Like, we're... That's true. We've we got a so lot. Many jails. <laughs> we've got a lot we're of them. We're so screwed. Yeah. Ugh, this is terrible. I wish I could just fast forward to the end of the year. And then, like, wake up and be like, oh, it's all over now. And it's like, okay, good. Because this can last a while, right? Yeah. It can. Because when you get infected... You have it for like a week or two. I think it's 14 days is how long they say you're supposed to quarantine yourself. Mm-hmm. So you got to figure 14 days uh, at least. But then plus every new case, 
you know, you got a force multiplier of everybody that gets it. It's another 14 days. Uh, but it's got to reach critical mass at some point, right? And, like, infect everyone that's it's going to infect. You know what I mean? Like, what do they call that in economics when you, like, oh, mass saturation or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, they've gotten everyone that they're going to get at this point. But we have no idea when that is. It could be a long time from now. Yeah. We're fortunate that, and I don't know this for certain, but I think once you get it, you can't get it the same one again. I think so. I think so. I think too. it's one of those viruses where once you get it once, you're good. Because if you could get it again, then you're screwed. we would have a, a uh, World of Warcraft corrupted blood incident on yeah, our hands. And, and we would be, it would be over for yeah. us. So we'll see. Hopefully, maybe they'll get a vaccine really fast. They won't, but they maybe won't. they will. <sighs> All right. Your next trivia question is another health one. Okay. Uh, what lifeline would you want? Do you want? I will choose Monty Hall for this one. Okay. Monty Hall. Uh, this question is, is about viruses. Uh, the name virus was coined for the Latin phrase meaning what? The, the name virus was coined from a Latin phrase meaning what? A, bad luck, B, slimy liquid, C, weird weather, or D, hot temperature? Slimy, bad weather. Bad luck, slimy liquid, weird weather, hot temperature. I think I'm... Feeling under the weather today, a little mm. under the weather. Mm-hmm. I could see some connection there. <laughs> yeah. You get a fever. Yeah. When you're sick, you could see yeah. hot temperature. Mm-hmm. Slimy liquid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you bathe in a slimy liquid, you're probably gonna get sick. It's true. This has probably been known since ancient times. <laughs> it's also how you become a Batman villain. Yes. Bathing in a slimy liquid. And what was the other one? Bad luck. Bad luck. I don't think it's bad luck. I mean, if you have a virus, you have bad luck. But yeah, I know what you mean. I'm trying to think of the man that is like trying to describe the sickness to someone else. And he's like... Oh, well, it just sucks to be you. It's bad luck. Shouldn't have done... Shouldn't have gotten sick, I guess. Sucks for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to lock in bad luck. Okay. Uh, so you're money hauling with, with locking in bad luck. Yeah. Okay. So it's either bad luck or slimy liquid. I didn't think it was either one of these. <laughs> well, there you go. It's one of them. It isn't slimy liquid. I haven't gotten a trivia question right in, like, two months. I know. It's great. <laughs> Slimy liquid or bad luck? Yeah. It's from Latin. Virus. Yeah, Latin. I have no idea. I have no idea. Pick one. Slimy liquid or bad luck? Bad luck. Pick one, man. It's one of them. I'll go with slimy liquid. Final answer. Slimy liquid is correct. I got it. Got it. Right. 
I don't know why it's slimy liquid, but maybe someone was coughing something up and they're like, slimy liquid virus. Oh, I could see that, yeah. I don't know. There you go. You did it. I'm so proud of you. Uh, okay. I don't want to talk about the coronavirus anymore. Are you sure? So... Uh, I thought of a really good TV show that involves right. our um, drafting idea. So, you know how you have The Office, right? And Jim is the everyman who's, like, stuck in a normal office environment, but it makes you realize the absurdity of the regular office environment. Sure. So, you take a show, it's similar to The Office, but Jim is drafted into the coronavirus um, temp agency. Okay. Okay. Yeah, got it. And it's a comedy show where he has to work in an office with a bunch of other people his age who were drafted. And so it's like a temp agency comedy. Yeah, yeah I gotcha. With a backdrop of everybody is dying because of the plague. <laughs> sounds dark. It sounds kind of funny, though. It's called Everyone Loves Virus or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like his daily life at the virus temp agency. And, like, everyone wears, like, hazmat suits and stuff to not get it and get sprayed down, you know. What would you do if you if that really happened? How would how would you react to that? What, if I was drafted into a temp agency for virus stuff? Yeah, to be infected with coronavirus and you then had to go work for random companies. So Jim, with- so Jim got infected and then he gets to work for random companies. Yeah. I would be really sad for, like, a week and then I would just kind of accept it. You know, I'm just like, this is my life now. You know? You wouldn't try to, like, run. You wouldn't try to flee. I don't think I would. So is this like a Logan's Run situation? It's like, get out of the country. Run. You know? Yeah, you could try. That's try an, I mean, that's an option. Mexico or something. I mean, I could. But I don't think I would. I think I would just... <clears throat> I would just... Uh... Do you think there would be an uprising if that happened? Cause yes. I mean, who's going to enforce it? The police. But all the police will be... T- are between um, mostly 18 and 45. So they would they would be drafted. And then you'd have temp, temp agency workers working as law enforcement officers. I think there would be an uprising of some kind. Because people don't want to do that shit. And it's very clear of our response to this disease already. That people are restless. And they are prone to panic. And doing stupid shit. And if they are all forced to do something that they don't want to do, that especially if that's something that could get them the virus sooner or whatever, they're going to probably, like, rise up or whatever. Yeah. Do riots and stuff. For sure. Oh, darn. Yeah. Oh, darn. darn. But, you know, I mean, it's a possibility. I don't want to talk about coronavirus anymore. Okay. I'm sorry, but I don't. I can't do it. It's How about a would you rather me. question? I would love a would you rather, as long as it's not about viruses. It is not. I mean, oh, I guess you could spin it that way. That's fine. Just would you rather live on an island forever, or mm-hmm. go to hell forever? Uh, live on an island forever, I guess. Well. Yeah, live all around. I don't know how bad hell is, you know? Like maybe it's really bad. I understand it's that it's good. pretty bad, but I also know there's other people there. In hell? Yeah, I don't think there's other people on oh, the island. Oh, I see. So it's the social aspect of it. Yeah. You'd be alone forever on an island, or you'd be in hell with other people. Hmm, that's tough. I'd I'm, still do an island. I, 
Yeah. Oh, you would? I think yeah. I might choose hell. But you don't know how bad hell is. You could be tortured every day. Yeah, that would be terrible, but, like... At least you get to talk to Jim about it on the water cooler. <laughs> you might you get know. used to it, you know? That's true. Humans are very good at... I'm bringing this back to the coronavirus. Whoops. It's fine. Humans are very good at adapting to situations and then, like, mo- me- managing their expectations so something becomes, like, the new normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you might be right. Like, being on an island... You would get it to be a new normal, but you'd lose social interaction, so you'd probably get, like, depressed and, like, sad. Yeah. Now, as in hell, you'd be, like, really sad and angry for, like, a week, for, like, a month, maybe three months. But eventually, you'd adapt to that. And as long as you had other people to bitch about, to bitch at, you know? Yeah. About how bad hell is, might not be so bad. You know what I mean? You know, the best... uh, I think psychologically, the best uh, uh, time for humans to make connections with other humans is in a time of crisis or pain, like mutual crisis or pain. I think you're correct. Like, so a lot of my strongest bonds happen right. in those situations. So, like, when you're going through shit together, you bond more. So, everyone in hell would probably be, like, really close. Like, it would be shitty, but they'd be really close. They would, like... They'd probably sneak out to like have fun for like ten minutes, and then Satan would be like, "Get back in!" Get back. <laughs> I told you not to go out and uh, to the candy store. <laughs> the candy store in hell. Yeah, exactly. But like you know, you'd have like a group in hell, and you'd probably yeah. be really close to them. Whereas on an island, you don't have that at all. Do you think people are going to bond in the coronavirus? Yeah, I mean, what's different about that and the hurricane is when, when the current when the hurricane happens everybody bonds over it like you all get together this is the most depressing part about the coronavirus for me yeah go ahead what you're gonna say the the problem with the coronavirus is if you bond you get sick so right yeah this is the most depressing part of the coronavirus because normally when humans experience something like this you rely on each other to like help out and you know be together and talk to each other and be like it's gonna be okay and then you kind of you bond you go grow close the coronavirus we're not allowed to do that you know we're supposed to isolate and we're isolating in the time that you need human contact the most really you know when you're freaking out right so and that's that's sad that's depressing yeah that's definitely that's the part that feels the weirdest to me and you said that really well that's been the scariest part to me yeah because, like, imagine, uh, there, I remember reading the story about uh, World War One or maybe World War Two. I don't remember. Uh, the Germans were bombing London for, like, months. And it was terrible. But everyone stayed together in this, like, in these, like, little communities that, like, formed out, like, a, inside a church or whatever. And they just stayed in there for months straight, but they formed a community and they helped each other. And after the war was over, many people said that they missed that yeah. because they bonded with each other so much during this time of strife and turmoil. And the only reason they got through it is because they had each other to get, you know, to be together and, like, do this. But we're not going to have any of that. We're going to have to be at home and we're going to have to watch the same shows on Netflix over and over again. And I think people can get really stir-crazy and... I don't know. I'm probably blowing this out of proportion, but... I don't know. Better to be, uh, maybe not better. Better to be over, 
you know, concerned than under-concerned, I guess. I mean, it's honest. That's how I feel, too. It's just, yeah. if it whether it's bad or good, it is honest. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, I have an ask that is not disease-related in any way. What is it? Uh, Professor Long Brick asks, is it normal for one to do to, this is worded really badly, is it normal for one, he means a person, to not do their hobbies and just watch YouTube all day? So they're asking if it's normal for someone to not have any hobbies and just watch YouTube all day. I think it's normal, but it's not good. I think it's the new normal, which is kind of depressing to me. Um because life is more than YouTube, especially uh, now. Yeah. I mean, to, to make it more than YouTube, I, there's there's two types of people now. There's like 10 people who do things, and then the rest of us just watch them do things. Wow. And the You're fact right. that, you know, they're doing things makes it okay. Like, I mean, it's like, as long as someone's doing something, then we're all okay, right? We can watch them do it and live vicariously through them. Yeah, that's true. But, you know. It's kind of like the people that work that have to do the things that keep the economy afloat, you know? It's kind of yeah. like that. As long as someone's doing it, it's fine, you know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be me, but someone. Uh, are you are you a watcher or a doer? I'm kind of... Both. In that, I like to watch people, but I do a lot. I I feel kind of like an outsider. Hmm. I don't know. I feel isolated from from that. Oh, from that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. I do my own thing, and it's kind of lonely sometimes. But you're allowed to do your own thing. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's lonely. That's just just the way it is. It's not. Doesn't have to be that way. Mm. Maybe it does. (laughs) Sometimes it does. I feel bad for, uh, I don't know, I feel bad when people tell me that, because it's like, I guess it does have to be that way, but it doesn't have, it does and it doesn't, right? It's it's both. I don't know. I'm just, I'm talking in circles now because I'm stressed and anxious and stuff. Uh, so what are you going to so do at work tomorrow? I know the last three hours of work no for idea. me today were not productive at all. I was way too busy looking at my computer I'm, being like... That's all I did. I mean, all I the did school's closed. Today, oh, no. I'm, I'm going to do that tomorrow, too. And then I'm probably going to get an email that says you're going to have to work from home for, like, ever. And then I'm going to be like, crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I'll be like, well, this is it. This is the end. And then I'm going to try to do that. And I don't know if I'm going to get stuff done at home, like fast enough i don't know <sighs> i feel like the world is just gonna stop for like two months you know yeah. what i mean yeah i do i do know it's, what gonna you mean. Be, it's gonna be weird how about a would you rather question yeah let's do it would you rather listen to all the music or watch all the videos listen to all the music or watch all the videos i don't know uh listen to all the music probably the videos are just gonna they're gonna get really boring after a while you know they they, they really are because I don't know, especially with the amount of videos out there. At least with music, you have to, like, put some effort into it in mm-hmm. order to, like... I mean, you don't have to, but generally you're putting a little more effort into it. Videos, you're just turning it on and, you know, letting it rip, right? Yeah. And those are bad. So, I guess music... What would you? What do you say? What about movies, too? Yeah, that's fair. 
I don't know. Maybe, okay, maybe I changed my mind. But you have to get through all the shitty videos to get to the movies. Like, it's like for each, for each, like, movie you watch, you have to watch, like, a hundred bad YouTube videos. Oh, no, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, think about that. Like, people on or, YouTube just being like, hey, yep. my name's Jim, this is my like barbecue. Like subscribe. Program. Yep. Or, uh, let me tell you my thoughts of the latest Kanye West album. <laughs> without listening to it, you know. Or let me tell you all the problems in the new Star Wars movie, and you're like, oh my I haven't God. seen it yet, but this is. <laughs> but going from the trailer, it's yeah. a doozy. Got yeah. a lot to say. I mean, how awful would that be? That would be so bad. Where's I'm listening to talk for an hour about the yeah. three minute Star Wars trailer. It would be really bad. Whereas all the music, like, yeah, some of it's going to be bad, but how long is it going to last? Like, oh, that song was really bad. It was only three minutes long. Whatever. It's fine. I can get I can get through that. But can I get through each one hour dissection of all the Star Wars movies? Like, I don't know, man. Or can I get through every 20 minute review of like KFC's like chicken sandwich? Like, I don't know, man. That There's sounds pretty so tough. many of those. It sounds rough. Like, I love movies, but that sounds rough. I might be wrong in thinking this, but why does it seem like the average quality of music has a lot more effort into it than the average quality of video? I mean, technically, anyone can play, it, pick up an instrument and record it. So, I think what why it don't is... They do it? I think what it is, is... This is going to sound weird, but in order to become music, you have to cross a threshold. In order to be a video, you have to do nothing. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no barrier, right? Yeah. There's literally no barrier at all. To to ha- to make music to a normal person, you have to at least cross this threshold into your ear, recognizing that it's music and being like, ah, it's music, and then you put it on the internet. Whereas a video, I can just take a like a like a five minute video of like zooming into my nose and being like, there's a video, and then I put it on YouTube, and it's still a video. It's not not a video. But if I did that and said that was music, that's not music. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's. I think it's like a public conception of what music is. There's like a, a line you have to cross for it to be a music. Whereas video is more of a medium, right? It's like anything you record is a video. Anything you record that sounds is not music. So yeah, there's there's rules that we we put on music. It's yeah. like. Because I, I listen to a lot of music, and I'll put music in quotes, that doesn't sound like music. Sure. I listen to a lot of sounds. Right. And that's some of my favorite stuff to listen to. But if I were to show that to a normal person, they would be like, this isn't, why are you putting this in your ears? This isn't yeah. good for you. Yeah, this isn't good. Yeah. Yeah, video, though, people will just watch anyone review the KFC sandwich for 20 exactly. minutes. Exactly. And it's, yeah, it's weird. Because music has like this... We recognize a pattern of something as music, whereas a video, it's if, as long as it's a recorded video, we're like, that's a video. And it, there's no bar for it being good or it being having a pattern or anything. Can we make a bar? There needs to be one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not. There's not a bar. Music is so fascinating for this reason, though, because we as humans have this preconceived notion of what music is. And part of it's cultural, but part of it is biological, I feel like, because it's got to be, because where did it come from otherwise? And we have this this ability to recognize music and recognize not music. You know, it's like, that's music and that's sound, right? That's music, mm-hmm. that's sound. Whereas we watch a film or a video, 
And there's not really a distinction between what's a film and what's a video. There's absolutely no distinction. It's just like, this is a guy jacking off for 10 minutes, and this is an art house movie. Like, I don't know which it is, you know? It's, who knows, right? Yeah. Whereas with music, we have that. Like, it's like a natural distinction. And that's why music is so interesting of a topic, because because yeah. of that. We have that built in somehow. That's fascinating but I don't know if, if you think about I don't know, it that way. I don't know if we can make a bar for videos, because we don't have, like, a natural inclination of, like, what makes something that's like a film or a show what makes it that you know i don't know i know what you mean but i feel like i have a natural bar for videos if i turn on half the stuff on youtube there's something built in and natural to me that is like "Ah, i've got to turn this off right now yes yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. what am i watching There's like some, it's like a gag reflex. It's like, nope, not watching that thing. Yeah. That's bad. That's not what I want. Uh, I don't, it's so weird. It's bizarre. But I don't know. Uh, are you ready for your last and final trivia question? I am ready. Okay. This is also health related. What would you like as your lifeline? I'll do five second Google. All right, let's do it. Uh, in the latter part of the 20th century, what percentage of people in the United States had genital herpes? <laughs> Is it A, 3 to 6%, B, 10 to 15%, C, 20 to 25%, or D, 30 to 40%? In the latter half of in the latter half of the 20th century, so last century, like in the 1950 to 1999 basically. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to use Google for this. Really? You're just going to free... <laughs> I'm going to free ball it. <laughs> it's fitting for the question. Yeah. 3 to 6. 10 to 15. 20 to 25. 30 to 40. I think it's 30 to 40. Really? Yeah. I think it was a lot. All right. Is that what you're going to say? Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Final answer. Final answer. 30 to 40 is incorrect. It's actually 20 to 25%. Okay. But you were on the right track. It was a lot. It wasn't quite as many as you thought it was, but it was a lot. That's a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah, I knew it was a huge number. That's nuts. That's crazy. What happened in the 90s? What did they do there? You know, did they just go around and free ball all the time? We used free ball twice in the last five minutes. That's weird. Uh, You know, did they just go out there and go crazy? Yeah, if you're hanging out with four people, one of them's got it. That's disconcerting. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really... It's not contagious. I mean, it is... It's extremely contagious. But it's not you, like... <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not like if you're hanging out, you're going to get it. If someone else I mean, it. it depends on what you're doing, <laughs> I think. Uh, it completely depends on what you're doing. Oh, this is interesting. We should make a bet right now, okay? So... I'm sorry I'm bringing the coronavirus up again. But this is only, like, slightly related. Do you think... I think in December, uh, two things are going to happen. One of two things. Either the birth rate is going to be, like, really high, like, record high of the year, or it's going to be record low. I don't know which, but I think it's going to be one of the two things. I don't think it's going to be, like, average. I think it's either going to be record high or record low. And the reason is because I think either a lot of people are going to do it while there's while they're working from home and not able to leave the house because there's nothing better to do, 
or no one is going to want to to procreate because the world is literally burning down in front of them right now. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. So what do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be record high or record low? If it's, I, it's, if it's in the middle, neither of us win, but I want to make this bet with you. I don't think most people are big planners when it comes to children. Okay. So you think it's going to be record high? I think it'll be higher. you be higher because people are going to be bored at home, not going to be able to go out to events and stuff. Yeah. So they're just gonna they're just gonna do it. They're just gonna have sex a lot. People are really irresponsible with sex, and <laughs> and there's nothing else to do while everyone's trapped at home. Yeah, right? that's how you relieve tension. That's how yeah. you. It's kind of like um how uh during uh, October the birth rate's really high because a lot of people do it during December when they're like you know at home off work they have like nothing better to do you know holiday break or whatever yeah and it's like well we might as well. So, you think it's going to be higher? Here's something. To, I think it's. Here's something to think about. There's, there's. Yeah. I thought of a cool angle to this. People that already have kids, yeah, their kids are going to be home. That's true. There won't so be. There might not, not be, be as many it. opportunities to do it. But as you think, yeah. People, couples that don't have kids, I oh, bet couples. Go, I bet there will be more new families for they're sure. They're going to go. They're going to go nuts. Yeah. So you're saying the birth rate is going to be high for new families. Yeah, I would bet that. That's a good bet. Okay. I think it's going to be record low. And I think the reason is that, in America anyway, I don't know about the rest of the world. I think the rest of the world are probably right. In America, I think people are going to be watching the news 24 hours, and they're going to see all these terrible things. And they're like, we were going to have a baby this year, but we're going to put that off. Let's postpone that to 2021 or maybe 2022. Because they don't want to have a child during the coronavirus, during this whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think people are going to not have children intentionally because they're scared of what's happening in the world right now. Mm-hmm. So they're going to put it off. I mean, I like Maybe. that. That's optimistic. It is optimistic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true. I like how we have both very logical reasons why we have both of these things. And they each, either of them can happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. Oh, God. Wait, do you have another would you rather? Please have another would you rather. Uh, you don't. Would please. you rather change into your favorite costume or change into someone else? That's a weird question. Uh, change into my favorite costume, I guess. I don't want to be someone else. I want to be me. Let's say you can change back from both. Into somebody else? Yeah. So I can change into somebody else and then change back. Yeah. Who would I even be? You Maybe could, a confident person. <laughs> what? You could be, um, I don't know who, I don't really want to be anyone else. It might be bad, you know? Either. But you can change back. I would do it once to see what it's like. Yeah. Out of cur- sheer curiosity. As long as I know for sure I can change back. I wouldn't do it all the time, but I would do it out of curiosity. Man, I'm having some... Uh, I'm not going to... Sh- no. not going to... Nope. Nope. Don't yep. do it. I'm just going just gonna to say I would change into someone else briefly to see what it's like in their head or whatever, or what their life's like, and then change back. Probably. One time. Would you pick someone who's, like, 
as different from you as possible, or would you pick someone kind of similar to you? I'd probably pick someone similar, but like co- more confident and more okay. successful. So you, you would know, like, pick certain traits to like have yeah. more of. I would still want to be like an intelligent person that's like thoughtful and, um, you know, has a similar, not career, but like similar like values in life and stuff like that. But like maybe someone that's more outgoing, that's more confident, that you know is more forward with what they want and like you know you know that kind of thing right so it's like similar values to me but like they're instead of being like i'm kind of uh chill well maybe chill is the wrong word i'm kind of like play placid a lot of the time and like you know ruffle feathers i don't want to be someone briefly that's like not afraid to like you know not make people angry, but, like, say what needs to be said and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, just as you know, it's, like, similar values to me. Like, I wouldn't want to be someone with, like, completely opposite values. But, like, someone that that does that. And, I don't know, just to see what that's like. Because there's so many times in my life I'd be like, I wish I was more courageous and I would speak my mind or, you know, do this thing that I really want to do and I just don't do it. I'd want to be the guy that does that, like, for a day, you know, for one day. Yeah. That would be cool. So you're treating it like a learning experience. Like yeah. maybe if I see how they do it once, I can decide right. whether it's yes. worth it or not to be that way. Yeah, exactly. And like maybe I'd feel rejection a couple times as this guy. And then I'd be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. You know, like th- that's the worst that could happen if this, if, you know, if I say it and it's not the best thing to say or whatever, you know. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Like, choose, like you experience. turn into a different person so that while you're that person, you can take a risk. And that way yeah. it's not on you. It's on you them when you wouldn't take. switch back. But then you can, like, learn from that risk, yeah. right, when you're back to that's your That's a good yourself. idea. Yeah, that's what I would do. What would you do? Would you do the same or would you? I think I would pick someone, like, radically different from how really? I am. Yeah. I would want to, I would want to, like, get as far out there as possible just to see, like, just as, as different from me as I could possibly see. So who would you pick? Like, give me a give me a example of somebody, not a specific person, but like a kind of person. I might pick like a professional athlete or something. Someone it's so different. Yeah, because it's way different from me. Yeah. Someone, nice. someone, maybe like a boxer or some something who is like really mean or something. Because I don't, I would never fight anyone in my entire life. And it'd be cool to be like, ooh, what does he do to enter that state of mind? I yeah. think that would be And then you kind of think, and then you think about it like that, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I like how we're both treating this like a learning experience. Yeah, I would want to learn how to be different. Yeah. Like, things I mean, I that I wish were though. different about myself. Like, I don't really like that I would never fight anyone. Sometimes I feel like I should stick up for myself more, but... You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I have another would you rather question if you would like. All right, let's do it. All right. Would you rather always be late or always be on the wrong side of the law? Always be on the wrong side of the law. (laughs) I know that's really stupid, but I hate being late. Yeah, I think I might. If I was a criminal, I would be an early criminal. Like, I'd be on time, you know? Mm. Being late, I think, is the rudest thing you can be. You can be to people. Well, not the rudest, but it's one. It's up there, in my opinion. So, I'd rather be a criminal 
an an on time criminal than a late than a habitually late person. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have to be a criminal. You would just have to be like people would treat you like one, especially oh, like cops I, and stuff. I, I accidentally do stuff that looks like I'm guilty of stuff all the time. Yeah, and be like, here you are again, and I'm like, no, I'm just <laughs> in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's because I'm early. It's because I'm so early. Like you get somewhere really early. Yeah, and. It's like the guy that killed the guy didn't finish cleaning up the crime scene yet. And you come in and you're like 15 minutes early and the guy wasn't expecting anyone 15 minutes early. But you're there. And so he runs away and then calls the police and you're framed for the murder. You know, it's because you're early. That's a really good like movie idea, you know. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time, you know. Starring Jack Nicholson. Yes, exactly. It's good. <sighs> oh, what's that movie? Uh, Fugitive. That's that movie. Yeah, that's he like was at the wrong place at the wrong literally time. Literally that movie. Some guy kills his wife, and he has to run around in an Amish village. I don't really remember the movie. No, that's a different movie. Okay. That's Witness. <laughs> Fugitive is he has to run around in Chicago mm-hmm. from Tommy Lee Jones, who's trying to chase him down because he's a fugitive. But he didn't kill his wife. That's was the just, witness where someone killed his wife. Yeah. No, they're both... No, no. You're getting two movies confused. Fugitive, someone killed his wife. He gets home after the killing happens, and then the cops think it's him. Okay. And then he has to run around and be a fugitive. Witness is where this young Amish kid witnesses someone getting murdered. And then Harrison Ford is like an undercover cop, and he like lives with the Amish to like figure it out. Okay, that's right. And he reveals it to them, and they get upset, but then they eventually find the killer, I think? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Similar plots, I guess, sort of. Really excellent movies. Both really good, yeah. I should watch those again. I like those, both of those. Uh, do we have anything happy to end the show with? Like something good that's happening in the world that we can talk about really fast before... You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, do you have anything? No. <laughs> no. Damn. Oh, Animal Crossing is coming out soon. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm going to buy that. It comes out next Friday. I will buy it the same day. I'm so excited for that game. One of my favorite posts on Twitter that I've seen recently is mm-hmm. some guy posted like four pages of notes he took in his phone's uh, notes app. Mm-hmm. On how he's going to make his town because he was like I up late it. at night being like, I want to have a lamppost here and I want everyone I to be happy. I should plan. That would distract me from the terrible things that are going on in the world right now. Yeah, that's what you should, should do. do that. I should. I should distract myself. I should also come up with a really good name for my island. What's yours going to be named? I haven't thought about it yet. I've been too busy See? thinking about depressing coronavirus. Because the problem with me, whenever I open Animal Crossing, and they're like, what do you want to name your town? And I sit there for like an hour trying to think of a name. You know? So I should have one locked and loaded. Next episode is the day before Animal Crossing comes out. So we should both come back with the name of our town and tell each other on the air. What do you think about that? And people should tweet at us at Time Bats How what they're going to name their town. What they're going to name your village. Yeah, if you want to tell us what your your village is going to be named in Animal Crossing, tweet at us at Time Bats How. We would love to hear it. Because I'd be interested to hear it. Oh, I have so many possible name ideas. I don't even know what it would be. I want to anyway, pick a next, happy and cute name. Not yeah, it has to be happy and cute. Yeah. Nothing bad. Maybe this will all blow over by next Thursday. <laughs> I'm winking at you. You can't see me, but I am. 
wouldn't that be great if this is all one away? You know how sometimes, like, we, like, get all riled up about stuff, and then, like, a week it's gone, and then we look back and we're like, ha, it was so funny that we got stressed about that for nothing. Yeah. Like, maybe this is one of those things. Maybe. I don't think it is. I don't. <laughs> You're like, maybe. It Maybe could it be. I don't know. I'm. I don't know anything. It's not. It's not. Oh God, we're all gonna die. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, who's our sponsor today, Bad Snakes? Our sponsor today is Snake Bread. Healthy. <laughs> what? It's healthy bread. It's shaped like a snake. Oh, when you're in the mood for fun bread shaped like a snake, choose Snake Bread. Remember when you're feeling depressed uh take a good long rest oh that's so good all right good night everyone have a great day drive safely bye bye, bye.